Episode 41 with the creator of Bonjoro, Matt Barnett. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course, and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It's a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the online course guy, Jacques Hopkins. Let's go, go, go. Hey everyone, I am Jacques Hopkins and welcome to another episode of the Online Course Guy podcast. Today's interview is a little different than normal because today's guest, to the best of my knowledge, has never actually made an online course, but that's okay because the product, the software that he made goes hand in hand with having an online course and it's one of the top pieces of software that I recommend if you have an online course. And heck, if you sell anything at all, I think you should be using Bonjoro or a tool like Bonjoro. In fact, they are the sponsor of this podcast going forward, not just because we have the creator and founder of the software today, but Bonjoro is something I use every single day in my business. And I'm so grateful that they are a sponsor of this podcast. And so please head to bonjoro.com slash Jacques if you want to get started with a 14-day free trial. And what Bonjoro is, it's it's some software, super, super simple software that allows you to send a short video to anybody you want. So you put in somebody's email address, you hit record, you can do it on your phone, you can do it on your computer and record a a video. You sell an online course, thank your customer for buying that online course. Tell them you're so excited for them to start their journey with your course. You're excited to start working with them and help them to reach their goals. And if you're just not sure, try it for 14 days. Once again, head to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. And today on the show, I talked to Matt Barnett, who is the founder and creator of Bonjoro. And we didn't just talk about Bonjoro. We talked a lot about just customer relationships, customer onboarding, how to get pe- how to get your customers to want to continue to stay being your customers all that good stuff one thing that really impressed me about Matt and the way that he runs his business is yes i got multiple bonjoros from his team when i first signed up for bonjoro that's kind of meta but also once i sent like 500 of them their logo, their their mascot is a bear. They actually mailed me out a bear suit. Not that I've ever worn it, but I probably will keep it around for next Halloween. But even more impressive than that is that Matt himself wrote me a thank you note when they sent that package with the bear note. They wrote he wrote me a thank you note on the front of it. He put he like used colored pencils and drew out my logo for piano in twenty one days and just wrote a wrote a very nice note just thanking me for being a customer and telling me how much he looked forward to continue working with me. And now I've sent over like 1,200 of these bonjouros. They're just a vital part of how I do business, how I like to do business, and how I like to stay in touch with people. And we got into a lot of those conversations today about the best ways to do that, the best use for your time, doing things like this that don't scale. And before we jump into the full interview, I want to go ahead and play a short clip from the interview with my favorite thing. And that's this quote that Matt said that I seriously might you know get printed out and frame it and put it on the wall in my office. And that is, automate processes, but not relationships. And he goes into a little more detail about that quote. Let's go ahead and play it for you now. Still use your messaging and your scalable tools, but at some point in the customer journey, inject this personal part, but don't make it too, it doesn't have to be a massive, um, massive investment of time. You know, so we always talk about, we have this kind of ethos that we live by, which is um, automate processes, but not relationships. And so what we mean there is, the best thing about all the tech that's out, the Zapier hacks, the, the automation out there, is to take all the process 
out of your day. You should not be spending your day, you know, deciding who to send messages to. What you should be doing is building systems that tell you who to send messages to and then focusing on sending the messages. So clearly Matt is a big fan of automation, just not from the relationship side of things. And so we could send just a welcome email to people when they sign up for our online course. And we should be doing that anyway. But the addition of something like a Bonjoro on top of that just gives it that nice personal touch. But like I said, he is a fan of automation. So one thing that really jumped out at me is that he was talking about, you know, just to automate the processes to make sure that you're talking to the right person at the right time. So what I've done is when somebody purchases my course, their information gets automatically into Bonjoro to where all I have to do is log into their platform and I know who signed up for the course. I know a little bit of information about them because I have that information was able to pull in from my email autoresponder and I know which package, which course package they signed up for. So I can just hit the ground running and I know a little bit about the person already and rock and roll and not waste too much of my time either. I, I want to make sure that I get the job done, but not be inefficient in the process. And, and on that note, one thing that I have done in the past that I'm not currently doing is when it was time for enrollment into my course to be available, I put some automation and some processes in place to where if people met certain criteria, let's say they watched two of the three of my pre-launch videos, and let's say they lived in certain countries that were more profitable than other countries, or when they filled out their survey, they answered some questions a certain way that typically will result in a sale as opposed to not. Well, I put these criteria in place, and if everything lined up, then it automatically sent over a task in Bonjoro for me to send a Bonjoro to these people. And so I could send a Bonjoro to them and be like, look, I, I don't know if you've been getting all my emails, but I just want you to know that I am opening enrollment to my course tomorrow. And so I really you know, hope you'll check that out, open my email, check out all the details. And look, if you have any questions at all, I'm here to answer your questions and you know, help determine if this is a good fit for you. So if you ever just want to have like the best possible launch that you can, you could definitely use that. Or if you're just having a low month in sales, you could try to figure out a way to use something like Bonjoro to, to get some hype out there about your product coming out, your online course coming out. So there's a lot of ways you can use Bonjoro, but at a minimum, I would say definitely use it to thank your customers. So you'll learn a lot more about that and more in this interview. So let's jump right into it with Matt Barnett, the creator of Bonjoro. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, Jack, it's great to be here. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And I really love your product. I use it pretty much every day. And I can't say that about too many things. Uh, so can you can you tell the people out there that aren't familiar with Bonjoro yet what it what it is and why you should use it? Yeah, sure. So Bonjoro, so I'll, I'll just tell a very quick story. Um, it was something that we built, we had another business and we used to get people signing up and coming in from like we were based here in Australia. So people would sign up in the States and in the UK and we'd always kind of miss them. And we were sending out, you know, the old automated welcome emails and yet we kind of crave, I guess, personal connection in what we do. We're very good with people. We think we're a pretty fine team. And so we built a hack whereby when everyone signed up, rather than sending them an automated email, uh, one of us on the team would record a video um, and email it off to them. And we do that for them individually, you know. So if if Brian signed up from, you know, Ogilvy in London, I'd do a video for Brian and talk about Ogilvy and talk about, you know, who we work with. And we sent these videos off thinking, you know, maybe it was a better way to cut through. And pretty quickly, we kind of tripled our response rates. Uh, everyone came back and they, you know, and they just said, look, this is, this is kind of hilarious. Um, you guys, you know, should definitely come in and see us. And, and we started to build business off the back of it. One thing led to another. 
those companies asked us if they could use this system whereby they were sending videos to welcome new customers, new leads. Um, we gave them it. It, it, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> like it, it hardly worked. Uh, and then, you know, obviously they started using it. Some of their customers wanted to use it. And so we started to build it out. Uh, like we've only been going, you know, almost 18 months now. Um, and basically the system is that it's, it's an app that you plug into your CRM or mailing list. So if you're using a ConvertKit or MailChimp, and you build rules such that, you know, when someone signs up, we ping you a notification in the app, we give you their name. You can then record a one-to-one message. So it's not group, it's just one-to-one for that individual. So, you know, Stephanie signs up, do a video for Steph, Stephanie, welcome her on board. Or if she's just started paying, thank her for the payment, tell her, you know, what's going to happen next. And that video is delivered to her in email. It takes 30 seconds, you go back to work, all the process is taken out for you. So it's very, very quick. Um, kind of like systematic, if you like, and lets you focus on spending those, you know, one minute um, sessions, actually spending time on customers. Yeah. And I've talked about Bonjoro on this podcast before, and I recommend it to anybody that has their own online course. And what I do in my system is uh, anytime I make a sale, I have, I think it's just a web hook inside of active campaign for, yeah. for my sale. And that goes to Zapier and then that sends it to Bonjoro so that I have a task created. And I know when I log into Bonjoro, all my outstanding um, uh, Bonjoros that I need to send out are there ready for me. It's just so, so simple to use. I just hit, hit record. I record a little uh, snippet and, and, uh, and rock and roll. So I, I, it's, been, it's been invaluable for my business. How important do you think it is to actually have that personal connection and actually personally thank people on video that actually sent you money through the internet. Exactly. I think everything comes down to, I mean, two things. Yeah. First of all, scale, like this is the world of scale. You know, now, yeah. now you know, we're trying to deal with more and more customers, potentially at lower price points, hold more relationships. And, you know, with that scale, I, I, like, I think people forget that we're still, um, we're still social animals. I mean, it's interesting. I'm doing like, like through sapiens now. And yeah, at the end of the day, we are a social um, beast, if you like, we need human interaction. We need to build relationships, and that's no different in business than it is in family life. You know, I think those those barriers are dropping even more, such that you know we get to choose who we work with. We have a, we have more choice now than we ever had before. And so, are you going to base that all on price and a product? I, I can guarantee part of that process will be based upon you know the relationship you have with the individuals in the business. So. Yeah, two things, yeah. You need to be able to scale the, the communication you're doing, and this is why, you know, email campaigns have helped in the past and all the automation and bots are great. But if you do all that without any human connection, you're not going to go that next level down. And when a better product comes along or a better solution, your customers will move. If you can go a level down with customers, people are going to stay with you longer. You know, they're going to invest in you more. And if they have a problem, they are going to come talk to you. They're not just going to, you know, drift away. We talk about this kind of, this kind of bucket of, of, you know, mere... You know, most of us sit where we're not upset with the products, but we don't love them, and we'll move for no other reason than you know why, why not. But if you love if you love a company or love the people in a company, you're going to stay longer. You're going to try more, and you should actually get better results. Yeah. So relationships are key. The challenge is how how the hell do you hold a thousand relationships, like actual you know relationships? Yeah. And you just mentioned some of the benefits of actually sending out these these Bonjoro videos and. I, I think you hit on just about all the things I've noticed in terms of just the overall happier customer, you know, building goodwill. I get less refund requests I've noticed. Yeah. Um, and then you, you 
potentially setting yourself up for people to want to buy even more from you in the future. So I think that sending one of these when somebody pays you money uh, and buy something from you is an obvious application for this. Are there any other applications that you've noticed that's a good time to send one of these? Yeah. So like, I think when you think about customers, you know, there's, there's, there's kind of two parts in the journey that there, there is the, the onboarding. Yeah. So when someone comes in new, well, actually three parts when they come in new and you're welcoming them, a lot of people will just welcome new leads. So new signups, new signups to mailing lists, new signups to products, new just inquiries. They will put the face first because it's about trust and kind of like, like, here we are, this is who we are and we're here to help. Now, obviously conversion, when someone does pay, like they're in a state of generally, you know, like high mood at that point, ride that wave, like get in touch, like just say, just say thank you. But then importantly, once someone's paid, that's, that's rarely the end of the line. You generally want them to go and do something. So with us, if someone pays, we're then like, right, let's get you to the next level. Do you want to have a chat? Or make sure you hook up, you know, Active Campaign or Infusionsoft. Like, like, do this next step to get best results. The third part, and probably the hardest part in any customer journey, is this idea of retention. And so, you know, what happens when someone's been with you eight months or, you know, nine months and three days or, or 12 months or, or five years? It's, you know, and we are still at fault of this, yeah. I'm still not happy with our process, you know. It's very easy to forget your, you know, age-old customers, especially when you have large numbers of them. You know, when you have three or four clients, point on issue. When you have clients you've paid, especially, you know, if you have subscription pricing where you're not specifically talking to them, you know, month on month, you need to be able to let them know that you're still here and still treat them, you know, two years the way you treat them in the first week when they signed up. Yeah, they're more valuable there. I mean, here's the thing, like, it's like seven times, 12, 20 times cheaper to, to keep a customer than it is to go and get a new one. And yeah, we're all like, ooh, new customers, you know, like, yeah. and then thing. Um, it, it, it's, it's a hard one, but if you can use it to check in with clients, you know, on one year anniversaries or birthdays. We saw, I saw a great one. There's a company called Design Pickle, who are um, stateside, and their founder, who is a pretty hilarious guy uh did a bunch of freestyle wraps for all of their annual um purchases so he went and did something like a hundred wraps so what he'd do is he would get their name on their business and then do like a 60 second wrap on bonjour for those individuals you know like russ is not he's not a rapper (laughs) i mean like but it was it was hilarious and the point is he did this for people who'd already been with them and they loved it and they talked about it and i guarantee they got more business from that because those then start to become more and more advocates the more you engage them. Yeah. And one of the reasons I wanted to, to kind of have you on the podcast, Matt, is, is not strictly to talk about Bonjoro, but you, you, you're starting to talk about just the whole customer experience, not just the 24 hours after the sale, but, but long-term. And I'm impressed by the way you guys have, have run your business. And I've been a customer of yours for probably a year. And I sure I got a Bonjoro video right when I signed up, but also once I set my 500th Bonjoro, I got a bear suit, but even more impressive than that is I got a handwritten note and, and I think it, it had your signature. I don't know if you personally wrote it or not, but that meant a lot to me as a customer and it made me want to keep sticking around and send 500 more. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was me. I, I, think, I, think, I think I drew you a picture as well. Yeah, you did. You, you drew me a picture that incorporated my logo. And look, look, it's funny doing these things. I think it's a real, look, I think in business you need to be creative and, you know, you obviously are creative. I'm guessing a lot of your listeners are creatives. 
I'm actually a designer originally. I find one of the hard things in business is that business starts to crush creativity because you've got your know, daily, the daily grind, you know, way of going. And so any excuse I have where I can be a little bit more creative, I try and force myself into it. And if you can use that on customers, it's like, it's like a double win, you know? But what, but what about scale? You mentioned scale earlier. And where do you draw the line between being able to scale and still doing things like that? Like you as the owner are still sending out bonjouros. You as the owner are still sending out handwritten notes. Where do you draw the line? Like, so, so it, like here's the thing about scale. So if you knew that each day you had to spend one minute on a customer, you could very easily spend 50 of those minute sections on 50 customers every single day no matter how big you are, 250 people a week, a thousand a month, you know, that's 12,000 people a year you could spend one minute on. And it's interesting when you think about the time you spend on customers, you know, like I'm um, spending a minute on a customer will probably get you 90% of the same reaction as having an hour long lunch, but it takes a minute. <laughs> it's a lot cheaper. So yeah, we look at relationships I think yeah, there's a, almost a, a, like an inverse proportional curve of time spent versus value gained. And so if you think about it in that way, the way to hold more relationships is, yes, still use your auto-mestering and your scalable tools, but at some point in the customer journey, inject this personal part, but don't make it too – it doesn't have to be a massive, um, massive investment of time. You know, So we always talk about – we have this kind of ethos that we live by, which is – um, automate processes, but not relationships. And so what we mean there is the best thing about all the tech that's out, the Zapier hacks, the, the automation out there, is to take all the process out of your day. You should not be spending your day you know, deciding who to send messages to. What you should be doing is building systems that tell you who to send messages to and then focusing on sending the messages. If you do this, again, like an hour a day, of connecting with customers, it's, it's nothing. You can do it on like every lunch break and your coffee breaks. That's what I do, you know? And, you know, it, the rewards come on multiple levels because you engage customers, you keep customers longer, but more importantly, customers come back to you. You get firsthand experience of, of you know, what's happening on the uh, on the front line. You, you know, you, you, therefore you, you become a better, you build better products, you build better services. It becomes part of your culture, part of your ethos. And it's just not that hard. I mean, we have people like Pat Flynn, you know, who is an extremely busy man and he takes time to send videos to people when they sign up. I mean, if he could do it, you know, I could do it. <laughs> Any, anyone can do it. But, but that's part of the reason why he's successful because he talked to you all yet. And Gary V is another example who will tweet videos to people who tweet to him. The guy is so busy, but that the reason he is so famous is because he will do these things and you know, in a, you know what? It might only get one in 20 people to really understand it, but those 20 people might go and tell 100 more. So it's, it's. I mean, if you have the culture for it, it'll, this will all make sense. You'll get it. You'll be like, yeah, of course, that's how you have to do it. I'm glad you mentioned Pat Flynn because that's the reason that I started using your product is because he sent me a bonjour and it just absolutely blew me away because of his, his level of success. If this guy can take 30 seconds out of his day to personally thank me, I signed up for one of his online courses. Within four hours, I had a bonjour from him, yeah. calling me out by name, thanking me, um, telling me he's excited about 
about working with me and stuff like that. I just it completely blew me, blew me away. And that's when I started looking into Bonjoro. And this was probably eight months, 12 months ago. And I'm like, I, I was almost embarrassed. Like a guy like Pat Flynn is doing this. Why am I not doing this? You know, I've been doing piano in 21 days for four years. I've never done something like that for my customers. So I think I signed up the same day. So that's how I started getting involved with Bonjoro. How did, how did you get a guy like Pat Flynn involved with, with your software? Do you know him personally? No, like, so, so honest to God, I never heard of Pat Flynn before he signed up. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I actually, he signed up. We, we did the, like, I, I'm assuming that he's, he got a Bonjour or, or seen it, came in, signed up. I sent him one. He started paying. So it wasn't some free thing. And then someone was like, did you know that Pat Flynn used And I was like, I've heard, I, I've seen the guy sign up. I don't know who he is. And then, and then um, I had a little chat to him. They're like, he's a big deal. So I chatted to him and I was like, okay, that, that, that's cool. Didn't think much more of it. We ended up sending him, some bear suits, but we sent it for his kids. And then he wrote back and he was like, my kids have, have, uh, have ditched the Halloween costumes and they wanted to wear the bear suits instead. And then we started talking and then he wanted to get us on a podcast. I think maybe a couple months ago. Um, I think that, I mean, let's say here's the point here is you know, forget Bonjour when you build relationships and where you take, so when you treat every customer equal, this, this is the key. You just never know where, your biggest customers will come from. I can guarantee, like, I, honest to God, didn't know who Pat Flynn was. I don't really know where he came from. He came in, we would have treated him like we would have done any other customer. Um, when he signed up, when you signed up, Bonjour was super early. It was like, like now we have like an actual active campaign integration. So you kind of jump across. Um, you guys have been heroes because you worked with us, but it was, <laughs> it was super basic. Yeah, we still got a long way to go, but we still take the time to welcome every single customer like it's crucial and you might get someone who no one's ever heard of who will tell someone else who will be huge so you just have to you can't it's really hard it's very tempting to go you know if someone from a big company or someone well-known signs up to spend all the time on them but but they've come from somewhere else who was someone who you never would have known so if you treat every customer equal yeah it's kind of one of the core values then you maximize the chances of luck like yeah everyone says you make your own luck like just to do everyone keep everyone the same and things will happen. It's, it's very, it's, it's quite a simple ethos. I think many people already do this, you know, I'm not, yeah, you know, I'm preaching to the converted a lot of the time here, you know, especially if you use us, you're generally that kind of person. It's kind of self-fulfilling. That's really cool. I'm glad I got a chance to ask you about Pat Flynn. I, Cause I, I thought maybe he was an investor or something like that. That's so cool that you didn't even know who he was and he just, he found you and signed up and, I'm telling you that the group I'm in, it's a, it's a podcasting online course that I signed up for. That, and there's like 800 people probably. He's sent a bonjour to every single one of them from what I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's good. He's good. Yeah. So you said, you said something else a few minutes ago that really resonates with me that I want to dig into a little bit more. And that was, I think it was something like automate the process and not the relationship. Is that right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So for me and my business, you know, I'm sure you've read Four Hour Work Week, and that's kind of uh, building a lifestyle business like that has always been my goal, and I've, I've been able to do that with Piano in 21 Days. And that I'm only working a few minutes a day on it at this point because I put in the work, I have the automation in place, I have the the people in place as well, um, the outsourcing everything. So every day I log in and I look at a few KPIs, make sure you know I'm getting my subscribers and my sales and everything, and then I send out bonjours for the people that signed up the day before. 
And so I've automated to that extent. That's kind of where I am. So if you could maybe, I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but like, do you have any advice for me and my business as the business owner on anything else I could be doing maybe a little less automated and a little more personal relationships? First of all, uh, well done. <laughs> You're the first person I met. He's, he's managed the four-hour work, work week thing. I'm a long way. <laughs> so you might give me a few tips there. Um, look, again, so what it is, so again, look, automation is going to get easier if you're familiar. So, like, again, like I'm going to plug Zapier here because we use it a hell of a lot. We do so much that we, I mean, look, a lot of it comes down to understanding exactly who customers are because every customer is different. We use a lot of Zapier things to, to, to determine that. Um, we have we use Slack a lot in my team. We, we're kind of remote around the world. So we get Australia, UK, and US. So we use that a lot to, to pull things in. The reason we do this is because we want to spend more time talking to customers on either customer support. So every single one of us will do customer support. So we're a 10-person team, but I'll do customer support you know, for an hour every morning at least. Um, I think, back to what I said at the beginning, for me especially, it's not just about taking the time with customers. It's the fact that I'm learning from them. You know, me talking to you here today and the conversation we've had, you know, I'm learning from you. I'm finding out where our challenges are, what's not good enough, what needs to change. If I'm relying on someone else to do that, they might not pick it up or they might not drive it through as being as important. You know, being, being one of the founders, I can always do that. I need to have a finger on the pulse. So I think you need to have a finger on, the, on what, I, what I call the front line. So if you have customers coming in, you need to be able to talk to them, you need to be able to interview them, you need to be able to you know, answer their questions. And you shouldn't have to handle the other day-to-day stuff. You know, Again, like not playing bonjour, but if you, know, you have tools where you can spend a little time thanking customers, that's what you should be doing. I think as a founder, especially, you need to do that as well. Again, like forget the whole CEO thing. You know, like don't this like this is where companies fall over is when the CEO becomes so distant from customers that that the communication breaks down. You need to always be the front line, and I hope you know if we ever get to you know a thousand people, me and the team that we have right now will still be talking to customers on a daily basis. I think if you look at the best companies in the world, they will do that. You know, Basecamp's a great example. You know, the founders and the CTO will get in and answer questions. You know, no matter how successful they are. Um, so really. Anything, any part of it that involves the human process, any part where you can build a bit of relationship, be it Bonjour, be it Twitter, be it social, be it on emails, on support, be it on bumping into people in a cafe, put your energy there because the rest of it should take care of itself. And, and obviously, you need to have a good product. You, know, you need to have a good offering. Let's just say that there are no magic wands if you haven't got that right yeah, you need to get that, that right first. But if you focus on relationships, that's how you start to build the business. You, know, you can build entire businesses from just word of mouth. You don't need to spend a dime on, on marketing. Some of the best companies in the world, Atlassian, never had a sales team, never had a marketing. I mean, I'm sure they did now, but they never had that before. And they just built by great product, great support. People talked about it. Off you go. Does that, does that kind of answer your question? I mean, I kind of jumped around. Yeah. 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 It's great. I'm just, uh, just taking it all in. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to talk to you about this kind of stuff. Cause it's definitely a change of pace than, than the way this podcast normally goes. And so I'm just thinking about that customer experience and, and how I can be providing them with, uh, not just a great product, but just a great overall experience. Like, like you know what you should do? Like, so 
You should. So someone did this for us. We have a uh, guitar teacher who I joked. So I said he should do us a song. The guy wrote a Bonjoro jingle, and it was. I mean, it's play, it must have been played in this. It gets played in this office like every single week. It's amazing. It <laughs> kind of blew us away. Like absolutely. I mean, just just amazing. Yeah. Like if you ever did like little little things for customers like that, you know, you're you're a creative. And you might just do it, you know, with the annual customers or someone who's been with you for two years. So again, you don't do it for everyone. But things like that are like, like are amazing. You, know, you talk about delight. And so the way delight works is it's got to be unexpected. Now, just because it's unexpected for one user doesn't mean it needs to be off the cuff. It could be a process. So I can go, I know that one year I'll be doing this thing for every customer. Does my customer know when their one year anniversary is? Probably not. So when they get it, they'll, they'll be not expecting it. It doesn't have to be, you know, don't and it can't be the same thing. You've got to actually mix it up. So maybe we'll we'll donate to charity for a customer, or maybe we'll, you know, sponsor a koala for them. You know, all these weird things that you can do it takes a little bit of thought. It's got to be unexpected. And if you can keep these unexpected points dropping into a customer journey, then it's exciting. You know, it's exciting. They the whole process of being with you is exciting from day one to day two thousand. You know, you're you're a musician, you're a creative. For you, it should actually be easier than for so many other people. That's a really good idea because honestly, when I first started sending Bonjoros, you know, I was sending almost a minute long and, and lately they, they've creeped down to maybe 15 seconds or so just because I've done so many of them at this point. So I think that could be a fun way to, to spice it up a little bit and get a little even more personal is, is a little, little jingle on the piano or something. I think that's a really cool idea. Absolutely. Send me one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, not a, you're not a customer of mine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Send us a jingle and we'll get out to everyone on Bonjour. That's, we'll shout out to the whole community of Bonjouros out there in the world. Many of whom I'm sure will want to learn to play piano sure. or music. Or, we, have, we have a lot of creatives, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll work on that, Matt. Uh, so look, <laughs> one, of the, one of the things I like so much about the software is, is just its simplicity. Uh, but I'm sure, you're, I'm sure it's not just uh, sitting there and you guys aren't working on anything. So what's next for Bonjouro? So we can't space into two parts. There's, there's, there's kind of feature features that are coming out. Um, and then there's kind of the big, the big goal, if you like, of where we're going with it. Features wise, it's kind of things we're doing is like, one is we're just integrating into everything. So like I mentioned, when you signed up, we use Zapier a lot. We now have active campaign integrations. We have, we released HubSpot yesterday. We, we do like an integration maybe kind of every couple of weeks. Um, we're providing more information. So, soon when you sign up when you get a customer and you click on them we'll show you what they've done on your platform so what have they which part of the course they've done what links they clicked on so you can customize the video a bit more again try and take the process out of it and get you better results uh we're starting to do comments and replies on those messages just to make sure you're taking people to the next stage but then bigger picture so it's funny we never meant we never meant to build this yeah so we kind of we kind of just free like winging it as we go so we've actually had to look back and go what is it what is, what is it we're really doing here this is never like a big, a big plan really what we're doing is just you know relationship not not process thing and so if you go back to idea i said where if you could spend one minute a day on a customer doing something that's probably much better use of your time than doing the automated stuff so yeah I see this idea of you know, getting to a stage whereby you come in the morning and you have 
20 things to do that day. Each one takes a minute and each one deals with customers. And some of it is new customers, some of it is conversion, some of it is retention. And it's not like Bonjour is not about video. It's about spending time on a customer. That That's the core thing that works. So, you know, could this be, hey, type in this message. You know, if someone's one year anniversary, type in a quick personal message. We'll get sent to one of those postcard companies that writes a handwritten postcard and sends it out to them. Doesn't mean like draw a picture like you know, on the phone. I mean, I'm still kind of free, like thinking about this here, but little bits of unexpected personal communication that maybe take you a minute and most a time. When we say to you, here are the 20 things you need to do today, it will take you half an hour, get those done before you do anything else, and that will build your advocates and customers. So that's kind of our, our thought about where it's going. You know, video, video is just a tool, really. It's just one element in an equivalent of what we could do. So we're trying to think about ideas to, you know, take that kind of ethos forward rather than the product itself. Matt, this is, uh, this has been just, a uh, an incredible conversation. I appreciate all the advice and, uh, and just, uh, taking the time to, to chat with me about not just Bonjoro, but about the customer experience. So to wrap things up, if you could just, if there's anything else you want to share with the audience and let people know that are interested, how they can sign up for Bonjoro. Yeah. Like <clears throat> Bonjoro side, focus on people like, like don't stop doing it don't replace <clears throat> don't replace relationships with automation automation should, should augment and make your relationships easier and able to hold more than that that's, that's the key to everything we do otherwise you'll just become lost in everything everyone in the world is doing if you do want to try bonjour sign up it's 14 days completely free no questions asked if you do it you'll get a bonjour off one of us <laughs> somewhere in the world um, but try it out it's not like it may be for you if it is great it's not for everyone, but give it a go. Give it a shot. Just be yourself. It's kind of fun. And that's it. Thanks, Matt. Hey, thanks, Jax. All right, that is just about going to do it for this episode. And seriously, if you've not signed up for Bonjour, if you've never tried it, go do it now. You have nothing to lose. You can get a free 14-day trial at bonjouro.com slash Jacques. That's bonjouro.com slash J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. And one more thing, I've got a new free online workshop for you that's going to teach you how to start, how to create a wildly profitable online course. Head to the onlinecourseguy.com and get started with that today. And tune in next time for episode 42 with Curtis Stone, who is absolutely crushing it with Urban Farming Courses. You can go to Amazon and search for Curtis's book on urban farming, and he talks about books versus online courses in the episode. And he talks about how much better in a lot of ways online courses are than books. And this is coming from a guy who has a very, very successful book on Amazon. So stay tuned for that. We'll see you then. (laughs) 